Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of What Does Childhood Look Like? Uh, this week I'm talking to my friend Tom, who I met at university a couple of years ago. Uh, we'll start by uh, letting Tom introduce himself. So I, uh, I'm i in my third year teaching. Um, I, I teach in a Catholic school and I, I've got the, the kind of unique experience of um, I actually teach in the school I went to as a child. No way! So I've got like a, a sort of really interesting way of comparing what schools are like now and schools like when I was there. Yeah. Oh, that's very. Does it, did it seem a bit weird when you went in for like interviews? Yeah, and stuff? definitely. To be honest, I um, I wasn't sure I wanted it because I was like, uh, I I was thinking right, I'm moving forward in life. And there's something about yeah. moving forward, about right, new things, new things, new things. Um, uh, but I, I, I thought, oh, it could be good as well because it, it, the location was good and the school's nice. So I went to the interview and I thought, I'll just see how it goes. And like, um, I might not get it because it's quite hard to get a job. At the time, I, was, I thought it was quite hard to get a job. And I thought, I might not get it, but I'll, uh, I'll see how it goes. And um, uh and then if I get it, I get it. And that's, you know, it's out of my control. And then I got it. And I'm, I'm glad I did, really. Um, there are two teachers that taught me that are still there. So that's... No way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's... Really, <laughs> I had to, like, sort of clear the air. Not clear the air. They weren't sort of... No, I know. You just got to talk about the elephant, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't go, like... Didn't pretend I didn't know them. That would have been weird. I just... Uh, yeah. Yes. Did they know Did they know who you were? Or yeah, yeah, did you... yeah. Apparently, I looked uh, very similar. They were like, oh, you're Tom Corbin, you're because um, uh, it was quite early in both their careers when they taught me uh, uh, okay. and then well re- relatively and now they you know they're they they're, they come to me for help because um, uh, it, you know interestingly enough the job changes and I'm sort of more aware of some things is, than they are so yeah that is a big thing I think isn't it schools need to I think keep having NQTs and newer teachers in just to so that you don't get entrenched in, well, we always do this because that's the thing we've always done. Yeah. What I find found strange is, uh, I, obviously, I learned handwriting at the school I went to. And now they yeah. do, they, they've got a different handwriting policy. So that they don't do the same, they don't write the way they taught me to write. So uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, what? You taught me this. Why, why yeah. am I having to do it differently? Well, I, I don't really. No one's actually told me don't do this. But the way we teach it is different. Yeah, the way I learned yeah. it. Okay, so this is my my first thing I wanted to kind of talk about was like the differences I remember from school in in the balance between um, the academic side of learning and the holistic kind of you know all the other stuff the stuff that's not literacy math science so so um, sort of topics and sort of uh, topic and and I'm, just and, uh, the world looking at the yeah the world and i remember at middle school i had a, a head teacher had a really good thing that he, he sort of said it quite often he said no one's no one goes grows up and when they're an adult no one remembers that really good maths lesson no one remembers like the spelling test that they really like <laughs> but he said but he was like you tell people about the time that you were a mouse in the Christmas play or you'll tell people about the time that your team went like swimming and won the, you know, it can be like, yeah, a, you know, no, I totally get it. Yeah. It's, it's not, you don't remember the, the, 
Yeah. Well, you'd hopefully remember it in a sense that you use it, but uh, you yeah. don't sort of go, oh, that maths lesson was great, exactly. I know what you mean, definitely. And I think that's something that when... So when I was at school, I felt like we did quite a lot of... Like, everything was topic-based. So I know it's a very primary school thing to do, but, like, our literature... So if we were doing insects or mini-beasts or something, our writing, our literacy was about mini-beasts, our science was exploring mini-beasts, our maths would have been counting mini beasts and making shapes out of it. And you know that real, um, oh, there's a word for it and I can't think of it now. Um, it's like that integrated learning, that topic based. Yeah, like cross curriculum kind of thing. Cross curricular, that's the word I couldn't remember. Um, and. Yeah, so you, you yeah, that, that's. that's uh, I don't know, I know if that's what you, what you got like, from let's, school, let's, if that's what you're. Let's have a focus. So, yeah, you're saying let's yeah. have a fo- that, that you had a focus and then you approached the lessons around the focus. So the focus was was always consistent. And that's um, so that that's what my school tries to do, I think. Uh, I think that's the what that's the word that I feel like now it's tries. Yeah. It's, so everybody's trying to do that. So there's there's a uh, so each year in my school has five themes, which is like uh, uh, at the moment we've got power to the people, which is so in, we're sort of looking at the Stone Age and like the development of early man. Um, okay. And uh, ideally, we're meant to write English. We're meant to base our English around it and uh, our maths if we can. But but uh, I mean, maths is trickier to, to do. Yeah, like, it feels a bit I've, I feel uh, whenever I tried to do it, I felt like I was just kind of uh, you kind of you know like almost prit sticking it onto the maths you were going to do anyway yeah. like if you're going to do you're going to do graphs and they can see the kids can see through it when you're like count the red cavemen yeah. count the blue and also like, I don't want them to get sick of it I don't want them to like I don't want to overdo yeah. it and I don't want to like I, I don't want to make it seem more like boring <laughs> so I don't want to go yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you so sick of cave like in a stone age yeah. um, so I, I don't so we're meant to do it now. We're meant to do, we're meant to do sort of uh, humanities-based lessons, uh, and and there's also is there any other area we do art? Uh, but at the same time, the it's kind of down to the teachers to make it happen. So you've got your we've got all our subject leaders, um, and they, they set out like a long-term plan, saying you're doing this in art. So every term you're doing this. And then it's for the, it's for the class teacher to make the link between right. We're meant to be doing this, and our theme is this. How can we do both? And yeah. then yeah, um, it, it we don't have the time though. So I think I think what's something that makes a massive difference is like either maybe non-contact time or maybe the school days. If there's, there's just not enough time to think about it. So when you have the time and you're planning, you you just like right. I've got to get this done or. or and so you're spread so thinly, you can't actually really make it as sort of deep as you want it to be. That's yeah. what my experience I, is at the moment, I think. I think I think you're right in that that kind of idea of like non-contact time is is very useful. And um, that idea of kind of giving yourself an allotted time to do your planning would be amazing if schools could do that. I think there's another there's the other aspect of it, which is. Like we were saying earlier about like you don't really switch off from being a teacher. Lesson planning, if you're doing it that that kind of cross curricular way, is a really creative task. Yeah. And 
much like trying to write a song or trying to paint a picture or trying to you know yeah, do anything creative yeah. if you sit down and go it's four o'clock which means you have to write a song yeah you you would just be like no I, I, it would be very I, it'd be you you do it like to the minimum specification yeah you? You, yeah you, need, you yeah. need some sort of inspiration or uh so yeah i mean maybe may, i think the best teachers you're right are they they are happy to go off and uh they they might plan over the weekend and like or spend a lot more time researching maybe. Uh, the, my sort of focus this year is to get more of a life balance. So uh, I'm purposefully not really. I, I'm just trying to use the time I'm given and say right, this is the time I've got. Can I can I do the, what I can do in that time? Uh, so I think I, we don't do as much cross curricular because there's so much expectation to get through the stuff to get through the academic stuff that um there's just yeah there's just not enough time i feel yeah uh, and i think that's that's where i worried that the balance wasn't because like i said my memory was that we did lots of holistic development lots of outside things extracurricular sports and stuff at school but then it um, might just be uh, do you think it's just because those are the things you remember so that's what that's what i'm not sure about yeah. and then <laughs> because because when I was teaching, I felt like, you know, you know, every six weeks you have to do your, um, you know, That's go and see the head oh. and go. This is, you know, this child's made two points progress. This one's made one, and this points. And I mean, I was at a school because I'm now dotted around doing lots of different schools. I was at a school the other week where um, they did literacy in all morning. Yeah. Oh maths, wow. Math, yeah, and then maths between break and lunch, and in the afternoon three of the days a week they did another hour of literacy or maths in the afternoon <laughs> which is which is just an insane I suppose, and, uh, I, I, it depends really because like when i when you say it what springs to mind is um just pure grammar and things like that yeah. if they're saying we're doing english if, if, if you say we're doing two hours of english today what what I would use that for is to make it what we want it to be. So I'd be yeah. like, right, we can really think about uh, a particular topic and then we can really plan and we can really, we can do some more like acting around it or we can do. Yeah. Some... Cause drama comes into that literacy framework, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I think that's a really good tool. And, and yeah, things like that get forgotten because uh, we're getting told it, it just filters down. So secondary schools expect this so year six are always saying right we need all yeah. this by the time they get to year six so yeah the the year group leaders and the i i find all the all the all the main core subjects in my school and year group leaders are quite high up the school so as yeah. in they're in like year five and six yeah. so i think when they observe or when they when they when they observe, they're looking for things that they do in year five and six. They've got a year six hat teacher on and they're going, what, am I happy to have that child in six months? Yeah, so they're saying, like, I want, That's how yeah, they they're saying, so you should do this grammar, you should be doing this. Uh, so you don't have the, like, you, 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 that starts filtering into your lessons. So you go, right, I need to do this grammar thing, I need to do this. And, and yeah, you're, you're right, we, just discussions and... Uh, um, like talking about things, looking at looking at things in detail. I would love to be able to go outside more as well because uh, kids these days, well, where are, maybe it's you're sort of more in the country than me, but they don't know like types of leaves or types of tree. Or no, nor do I. It's not a. It's. It, it, I thought coming to Devon that 
I wouldn't be able to, you know, I thought it'd be like teaching the kids to suck eggs, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But they can't tell you what what acorns come from. Like, they can't tell you that they come from oak trees. They can't, um, a lot of them don't know that most cows are girls. Like, they, you know, you know, that kind of, it's that, it's not, not knowing that cows live in a field. That's like level one kind of knowledge, I think. It's that next thing of knowing the systems that are really close to you yeah and they, and they kind of don't get that i think but that kind of comes yeah and i think going outside more would i i think there's something especially for boys uh, there's yeah. something about being sat in a classroom that's really like oh you, they've just got this like i, I remember being that age yeah and just yeah. being like fidgety and like wanting to move all the time and i think going there's outside is such a way of getting that uh you know explore you know getting that energy yeah uh focused there's a good i can't remember where i got the quote from but i'll do this and then and we'll finish this after after we've done that i'll go on to the next sure yeah sorry there was a there's a there's a no that's all right i think two like any two teachers you put together would talk and talk and talk and talk um there's a quote i can't remember where it came from but it was something like if you think about children in their in their bodies like driving cars because they're bodies change and their center of gravity moves kind of every three months you know that's you know they've grown taller or their limbs are longer yeah you know they it's it's like being given a new car every three months and being told you have to sit in the car park with it yeah because you're sat at a desk and like your body feels different like you want to move your shoulders you want to see how high these new legs can jump or whatever and if you're in a classroom you're just being told like no no i don't care that you're different you don't know how to use this yet You've got to stay here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I use up one. so much of my time at the like behavior, and mm. um, I'd rather I I I was the same. Like, and I I feel a hypocrite saying you know sit still loads, or mm. and all that. So I, I'd like to do, I like to just think to to help them make memories and uh, yeah. help them just. You're doing that. I mean, that's the thing you can't you can't deny. Yeah. Like. Good or bad, <laughs> they're going to have memories. Yeah, you got a point. So I think the next thing I want to talk about is, um, so we're both kind of coming at this from, this is a different perspective. Okay. I, I wanted to talk about like the routines that kids have outside of school, in terms of like how many clubs are they going to. You know, how much homework are they being given? What do, what does home life, you know, what does life look like at four o'clock? If you know uh, what I mean. Okay, so because um, no, I think that's you, you're, that is your business, really, isn't it? That's yeah, that's kind of where I step in, and so I know there are some kids who, um, once their parents are home, they're. I mean, I'm sure you've got these kids as well. You know, they can list off to you. Oh, Monday I do gymnastics, then yeah, I go swimming. Yeah. Tuesday I've got French club and then I do this and those really really busy kids and sometimes they're the high achievers and sometimes they're the ones that are burnt out yeah okay I see, yeah I see that yeah definitely well I, my experience is that the the ones that do the 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 ones that do the clubs that are clubs of interest so there's there's clubs that are like uh you know like golf sports uh, we've we've just started like a um, forest schooly thing, like I think similar right. to what you're doing. Uh, um, but there's also so those those clubs, if those children are generally interested in that and they've chosen yeah. to do it, I think those are the sort of high achiever children. 
that's the that's, um, I think the important but, phrase is have they chosen to do yeah, it? Yeah, but there's the ones that are childcare, and I think mm-hmm. those uh they're not, they're they're not always it's not a certain way of saying they they're not doing well at all but i i think they um they they're a bit less sort of focused maybe or um i'm i'm trying i'm trying to be sort of diplomatic i can hear i can hear how well, how well you're tiptoeing around that um but i do know what you mean some some clubs are there to benefit the children and some clubs are there for the benefit of the parents yeah that's a good and, I, and and that's a valid that's a valid need that parents have of if you have a job that doesn't finish until you know the earliest you can get away is half four yeah that's absolutely fine for you to go do you know what this person looks after my child for an hour yeah yeah I totally there's I, no there's no bad judgment on that at when all when i was a child i i i had to go do a club every day of the week after school because uh, yeah, my parents weren't around to pick me up. And then after a club, sometimes I'd have to go to a babysitter's and then I'd go home. And I think yeah. uh, you sort of, I think what affects the child is that the, the sort of, uh, the, the, the fact that they've got so many different people caring from, for them in one day, that there's yeah. not like as much consistency with, uh, maybe with boundaries. I think behaviour, you, you can see uh, with, the, with, well, I don't know all the time. From the ones I've seen, I think you can see they they're a little bit less disciplined with their behaviour because they've some people let them get away with things, other people don't. So they try and get away with the most they can with each yeah. place that they're in. It's also less time to. Um, I mean, you know this from like every class you get in September. It takes a, a, an almost set amount of hours for children to get to know an adult yeah. and get to know how will that adult react. Like you say, they test the boundary, don't they? They push that button and go, what happens if I do that? Oh, he doesn't like when I do that. Yeah. What happens if I do that? Oh, okay, they, this adult's really friendly when I do that. Or, you know, they like when I do that. Or yeah, they, it's like, they react um, this way and that way. It's like computing in a way. It's like, uh, it is, like, yeah. che- it's like checking the algorithms. So you go... If yeah. I do this, the result is this. If I do this, yeah, yeah. the result is Cause and consequences. And then they go, and what then... if I do this again? Is it the same outcome? Yeah, it's yeah. the same outcome or it's different. So, oh, there's And that's, that's sometimes, isn't it, where the, when those children get really frustrated because they're, they're testing how many times will you give me the same output? Yeah. If you're not... Yeah, you're okay. right. Yeah. You know, if oh. I shout out, it does that. If I shout out again, it does that. If I shout out again, it does that. And you, then that's where you're like... You can, I find myself getting really frustrated because I'm like, what are you not getting about this? Like, the result is the same yeah, every oh, time. The same, yeah, it's the same with me. It's really frustrating. You just go, but you know this will happen. You, it, yeah. And then yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, I know that'll happen. This will happen then. Yeah. And, uh, You've got to, my sort of word think... with my kids at the moment is self-control. My sort of phrase I keep saying is self-control. Yeah. I'm trying to – that's one of the things I'm trying to drill in a little bit with, like, discussion and things – like much as we were talking about with memories of uh, early childhood, I remember I remember talking about behaviours uh, uh, with with a teacher when I was younger. I don't remember which one exactly, but uh, it's words like self control, and you want to really link it where you just want sort of like a, a ding, like a sort of like connection to be made with mm. with one word that that you can prompt them to then go, oh well, I'll that that is that I can you know. A, yeah, I can do that. I know what that means. Yeah, so, so I'm sort of drilling that in a bit at the moment. Yeah, I think that's that's a tough thing to get because, like you say, you do have to have that that time with an adult to get that consistency. 
I'm, I'm going to tell you a really, like, it's quite a brutal story from my childhood. Right. But I think one that made, that was really, my mum has always been unbelievably consistent. Like, in the, yeah. uh, it's just going to go out to the public. So I'm going to say this. I do love my mum very much. She's a very good person. And she's a very good mum, right? But sometimes her parenting was, like, very terminatory and like no this is what i've said this is going to happen yeah and um i can't remember how old i would have been but at one point i was messing you know the kid that's messing around in the shop yeah. and the parent is really trying to be like you know you've got to, you've got to stand up now stop playing with that stop playing with that. and it, i can't remember what i was doing but she said something to if you keep doing that when we get home i'm going to put x toys in the bin <sighs> And we got home and those, and I sort of, you know, being a kid, I think I pushed it and went, well, I'm going to keep going. We're not at home now. You, you'll you forget. Got home. It happened. And like, and I watched them go into a bin bag and I watched them go like away in the bin the next day. And it wasn't, I think, well, the really important thing of that was that it wasn't because some parents would bluff that. They would put it in the bin bag and then they yeah, they take it back out. Do you know what I mean? And they'd hide it, yeah. hide it in the water. No, Mum was like, right, no. You're just dealing with it. So this is really good examples of um, we've sort of we've sort of talked about behaviour a bit. So this is a really good example of like behaviourism, like as you know, PGCE you would have learned about you know the yeah. the, the set in, uh, inputs and outputs. Um, but the, the the thing where this falls apart a little bit is when there's it, well when there's something else that that's that's not accounted for within that. So uh, I've taught children where I am really consistent. All year, but they still they're still doing uh, the same, you know, incorrect behaviour that results in the same the same effect afterwards. And then they they don't like the effect, but it keeps happening. Um, and it's it's whether you well, you've always got to be consistent, but at the same time, you've got to think about um, what. Uh, if there's another thing there, such like a you know autistic or something like that, is it there? Yeah. So is there a pro- something processing that's that's not making that connection? Yeah. But anyway, sorry, just to get. But that that that's sort of something I'd be keep. I'd be no, that's about. really so I've good. I've just had a new I... class. Obviously, I've only how many yeah. weeks? Five weeks? Have I been? Uh, yeah, four or five weeks. <sighs> I think we're now, yeah. uh, so I've I've had a new class. So I'm learning all these thirty children, and yeah. I know some have re- clearly got the system. They they know. Oh, if I do that, uh, this will happen. Like, because mm-hmm. I do this point system, they lose a point, they get a point. So it can't be clearer. Um, but some just don't get it, so they just keep doing the wrong thing, and but they don't want to. So uh, uh, it, it's it's if uh, it's the time to talk about one child that you think, because you're so busy going, right? I'll try this with that child, but mm-hmm. but then there's also this other child I need to try and do. But then, there's also 29 others, yeah. is the thing, isn't it? There's always 29 others, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. talking about um home home no i think that like really that. this leads on really well to the thing that i wanted to talk about next which was the um so we're talking about that, that consistency and that getting to know adults and stuff and um again we both have teachers so we've both got this experience of the role of like parents in school yeah and and so how parents affect children's time in school um 
either directly by being there. I'm sure you've got as well some parents that come in and help in schools. You know, they read with kids or they um, help out, in, you know, whatever the lessons are. Yeah. But also that also that thing of, um, you know, you can do it with the best will in the world. You can be amazingly consistent nine o'clock till three, three thirty. Yeah. And when they, if they go home and there are a different set of rules, it's very confusing for children. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's yeah. Very, very confusing. So I wanted to think about like when I was at school, I don't, I don't remember there being a huge amount of parent helpers. Uh, so I I remember. So what what confused me? I I was the sort of typical sort of scatty boy. I think what right. what confused me was um. Uh, there, there was a TA. We had TAs. I think we had more TAs back then, uh, right. and I think that was mainly because uh, they they were like wanting to uh, they want they were trying to learn to be TAs, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay. But there were like some. It was usually parents of children in the school, and I, that's what confused me a bit. I was thinking, why are these parents just sort of in the class? Yeah, why? Why is why is John's mum sat in the corner? Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. Um, we so I think what a lot of my memories are of when parents came in, and that's because the, it's a bit more of a special occasion. So school trips, parents came in, uh, but in lessons, uh, yeah, it was mainly just TAs, uh, and there were less children back then as well. So it was, well, I, I think there were anyway. I think we had smaller class sizes. Hard, sorry, I'm. No. Sunday morning. No, no, that's, 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 I think that this is the thing, isn't it? You're talking about childhood. It's going to be patchy in places. Yeah. And we're going to be going on like what we reckon. Um, but I mean, so I think one of the difficult things with parents then coming in, I don't know if you have it now. I, I definitely had parents come in and help in, in my, um, I, I had classes. it a little bit in my first year. There was some, yeah, so there was a parent that used to come in on a Friday afternoon uh, yeah. And I was always really grateful for the the offer, um, yeah. but it, it it was kind of like I had to think of. Uh, I was a, I think you have to be very in control as a teacher. You have to be really like there's like a real rotation every week of cycle of events that you follow. You have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. Um, and uh, I um, I was always so oh, I have to be in control of all that that uh, by Friday afternoon, I'd kind of got a lot done. So right. I didn't really have any jobs for this parent helpers to come in. So I used to have to come up with jobs. So it was like, <laughs> it was like another job to come up with. To come up with those parents. jobs, yeah. And um, I, she, she was very nice. And she's always, she was always like, it's fine if you don't want me in. It's okay. And Because um, I was in year four in my first year. Right. And... Uh, uh, she used to do it in year three and I think in year three it was really useful because she could read with them and yeah. she could uh uh she could read with them and she could like help them out with like the little things a little bit more um mm. uh, but with year four especially because when she came in I think we had like IT and uh okay. it was like our slot for IT so we we um but but there, there's that um I think it depends what you're like as a teacher, because if we're talking about managing adults in general, uh, yeah. last year I had uh, a, a girl with a um, with a disability who needed full time help in the class. Right. So I had two 
uh, extra members of. So I had one. There was always one with her, and there was a crossover yeah. when there was two, sort of halfway through the day. Okay. Um, but they, so they uh, they found it because they're the same age as me. Uh, right. They're not exactly TAs, so they sort of struggled to recognise the systems of the school a bit more because they were like, yeah. "Oh, I'm just here for this girl." So they might get the, they might uh, occasionally like just sort of not. They, they, they sometimes they brought in like colouring books for them to do colouring, and uh, I had to sort of say, "No, you need to sort of help out with other with the class." Yeah. You know, you're employed by the school. Still. I think yeah, that's a really. I think that goes not just for the TAs that aren't quite TAs. I think that's that's kind of the um, one of the things that can come up when parents come in to help yeah. is that they can they can be as 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 what's the, the phrase? They can have the best will in the world. You know, they can be really and like you say, any parent that comes into a school, the teachers are going to be really really grateful. Yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a huge amount of um, uh, like unsaid kind of routines and unsaid expectations that if a parent just steps in, if they're not from an education background, if they just step in, actually it's a huge amount of information yeah, that you that's... potentially have to convey to these parents. Yeah, I think, yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. And especially if they come in, so they go, oh, I'll come in, the lesson starts at this time, so I'll come in at this time. And then, mm. then they go like, whoa, I, this, in, from like year four onwards, there's things that they struggle with with maths, I think, where they go, yeah. or because methods have changed as well. So they go yeah, like, that's big oh, change. how do we, how, oh, I did it this way. And, and um, what you really need, and it's something schools try and do, is they, even with TAs, they go, look, you need time with them to discuss what you're doing and then to say you're yeah. doing this. Because um, we, yeah, like even now, actually, thinking about it, so most of our TAs, uh, we've just got a new TA, and she's a parent of one of the, the three children in the school. And she's really, she's great, she's really focused, but she's sort of learning all the ways that things happen in school, and you forget that uh, it's like a learning curve for them, they've got to like learn yeah. what to do as well. And even even more so when you think about um, parents at home, when, so the, the parents that, like we said, if you work till 4.30, there are very few chances you can come in to talk to the teacher, and if your child come home comes home with, a system of let's uh, math is a very good example I think if you if your kid comes home with a way of doing the like long long division yeah that is completely alien to what you were taught yeah a number of times I had children that would come back in and they'd have all the right answers you know the the the, the product is is correct but then they That's in their books or in their working right. is kind of so different to what you'd done and they'd be like Mum told me. Did you want? Yeah. They'd be yeah. Mum, mum did this with me. But again, it's a consistency thing where if you sat there, and then I would always go, because I was always very, um, I try to be quite open to things and to, and being like, well, if that works for that child, I'm not bothered. That's the system they can use. Yeah. But quite often, if you if when I sat down with children, I go, okay, show me how to do it mum's way, and they you know, couldn't really do it because, let's be honest, the mum had done the homework while the kids sat next to them. You know, when the parent, like, talks it through and goes, like, and then we do this, and then we do this, and then we've got the answer. But they, because they hadn't done the homework to practice it, the child also couldn't do the method that you'd shown them in class. Yeah. So they have two competing ideas, and they ha because they haven't locked down either of them, Yeah. They they don't have a 
they can't do either, basically. Yeah, I think what what a lot of the, what keeps coming up from this chat is uh, in schools. Well, ideally, throughout childhood, you'd have like <laughs> loads of consistency. So it'd always be we'd always yeah. do things this way at home and in school, and in every year there'll be a similar system. But it's so hard because there's so many adults that a child gets to know as they're growing up. So that that consistency makes things confusing. But I suppose it prepares them for the, the, the adult world because the adult world is yeah. consistent. Yeah, yeah, so is pros and massively cons to consistent. it. Um, and I mean, it reminds me of when I was a child, and I I actually uh, changed primary schools in year two because um, mm. my parents wanted me to go to a sort of a, a Catholic, a more religious school, um, right. and uh, they did handwriting differently in both schools. So uh, consequently, I've sort of always struggled with handwriting a little bit because uh, I was taught one way and then I was told, no, you've got to do this other way. And then Mm -hmm. then it sort of just got me all like, I just, it just, I don't know why, because it's like people can write in several languages and things like that. But as a child, I think it really, that foundation uh, wasn't consistently laid It'd be like having a building with like, you know, the, the base is, is made of one material and then in the corner yeah. it's another material. And then everything you build on top of it, it's, just, it, it's kind of always going to be affected by the foundation. Yeah. And a lot of time I think that comes, this is a very broad thing for the whole of childhood as well, I think, is that it, when children miss out on something, so say they've, they've come from a different handwriting or thing, quite often adults don't give them the time to go back and do what they needed to do yeah there's an expectation of you know for whatever whatever age if you change school when you were eight and you've got a different way of doing the handwriting actually handwriting lessons are something that school does when you're five and six yeah. so a lot of schools would say no no we're not doing handwriting lessons because there's not time in the curriculum you just need to to yeah. do your handwriting better and you don't give them the time and i think if you extend that out to childhood you get a lot of children who um there's a do you know about the thrive method and the thrive screening and things like that i don't actually it's to do it so it's to do with like the the stages of development the children go through um and you can put in the attributes of a child at any age and it will tell you where they've missed out on something or where it thinks they've missed out on something so you get some children so i had a child who was um he was eight and um you know, he was, he was a very behaviorally difficult child. But we went through and we did this thrive screening and said, you know, oh, we can't listen to this and we can't do this and blah, blah. And developmentally, he was stuck at about four, um, right. four years old because he hadn't done something called the power and identity, which is where you see four-year-olds do it, where they play, okay, you're in charge of this game and you get to practice being in charge. And then you're not in charge of this game and you practice being the follower and you you practice those situations where you are and aren't in control but because he'd missed out on that for whatever reason when he was that age he'd never got past it and now you had an eight-year-old that was uh, you know wasn't being given time to play games where he was in charge where he wasn't in charge and you can pick up the pieces you can go back and get it yeah but you need to give time to do that yeah and it's and time's always curriculums there. don't they don't have time it's, it's, to go back it's time and the people power because you can't yeah. as one teacher you can't go back and go you, you've got the whole class you can't go mm. right, everyone we're going to go back and well i suppose you could because it might benefit all of them depending on that's the what that, you, i mean that's when those 
those TAs and those parent helpers can be really useful yeah. if you can give them a specific thing and say, he needs to play this game yeah, or do this and do this. she needs, to, again, she needs to do they, that. Well, I suppose, yeah, that is really useful. What, what sort of a little dilemma is for me is, um, is, is so they need to, because there's only so many hours in the day, they need to leave during a lesson to, mm. to learn these things. Yeah, that's exactly the thing. So, there, isn't, there isn't time. Yeah, so, so I go, right, well, what... They're gonna they're gonna fill in a gap but leave a gap. So what what's something that I can't? Uh, what's something that like maybe we'll revisit later or, or is not essential right now? And um, yeah, there's just not enough time. I suppose I, ideally you'd be able to send more things home. Uh, mm. What what would be? Oh, I don't know. Maybe more clubs, but that's the finance of that's tricky. Uh, another option would be would be. If parents were more aware, or not more aware, because I know most parents try really hard, but if um, yeah. if the school maybe hosted some sort of, like, these this teaching your children at home class, or, or, or if you sent home just a pack, maybe, if there was some prepared pack, or something like that. I think that's, that's a different thing, isn't it? I... I um remember from my childhood my parents spending a lot of time with me and my schoolwork and um it was it was uninterrupted time like they would come and sit with me or with my sister and it was like this is this is what we're doing we're gonna we'll find books for you or we'll read this together or we'll go and you know do that together and um sadly there are some parents now who they think that edu- they think that the learning only is. happens at school. Yeah, they think that the school. And, so, and you know, why are you not teaching them? Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, it was a little hard to find uh, a good place to stop at the end. Tom and I carried on talking for another uh, forty minutes after that, but uh, it got less and less relevant. So I thought I'd stop it there. Uh, Thank you very much for listening again. If you want to find out any more about me and my work as a forest school teacher, you can find that at childrenoftheforest.com and there's hyphens in between all of those words. So uh, thanks for listening and we'll uh, see you next week. Bye.